Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Now, Dan Hampton, the Hall of Fame Bears defensive tackle who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, go back, it was just a sack. Bradovich, the Bears legend who is picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you are still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Glenn Koz Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Oh, forget that. This is the Chevy Hampin' OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio. Bears win, Bears win, Bears win. 16-6, the final at Soldier Field. The Chicago Bears are 3-1. Huge story of the day. Six plays in. Mitchell Trubisky goes down with a shoulder injury. Chase Daniel comes on. 22 of 30, a touchdown pass, 195 yards. Wasn't sexy, but Dan Hampton, he got it done today. And it was, You know what? Guys, let's be realistic. The, uh, the win was, uh, was huge. Look, in just a mere series of days, we go from in the race to now leading the division, correct? And it's Tied. all well, And it's all because of what? The Bears defense, and you got to tip your cap, Ob. You and I talked about it. They uh, they were dominant in all facets and all phases. And it, at some point, you know, we're going to have to get around to the you know the uh, you know the eight hundred pound. It's coming. Yeah, it's well, coming. well, hey, the offense functioned terrifically with the accurate. And timely passing of Chase Daniel. He, he was very, very good. And you know, so much of the time, everybody says, wow, what happens if you get your quarterback hurt? Well, I don't know if it really hurt us that much. And I'll tell you this. All you people that want to knock us, I'm just telling you, this offense has a lot of good components, but unless you utilize them, you're, you're wasting time and you're, you're impeding the development of the team. But Boomer Esiason, who we all maybe not agree with all the time, he says Chase Daniel makes the Bears offense better. All I'm telling you is it was a big win by hook and crook. We got it done, especially on defense. Well, here we go. Right from the beginning, footing and foundation, guys. What are, what are the Bears? Last year, the year before, the year before, decade before, decade before, it's based what basically on defense. Those are the guys that are going to bring it and make things happen for you. And I'll tell you what, they were there again. And I know we're not playing against, you know, juggernauts, but I'll tell you what, each and every week the defense is there. It's, it's, it's answering the call. Excuse me, more than answering the call. Our defensive line is devastating. Our linebackers, Kiyakowski, number 44, his first game, I think, starting uh, a regular game. I may be wrong about that. I'll tell you what, folks. 
he was all over the place. I mean, he was making things happen with his tackling, his pass coverage. He played a great game. Again, the defensive line, they were all over Minnesota. Nobody could block Mac. Well, they couldn't block anybody. And what a great, great, great game our defense had. Now, with Trubisky going down, what is that going to mean in the long run? I don't know. I don't know how he's going to have surgery or how long he's going to be out. But here's the cards that are dealt here. We got Chase Daniel, and we got an offense. And by the way, Chase Daniel, he may not be the fastest or the quickest quarter, quarterback in running and getting rid of the ball, but I'll tell you what, he has pretty good accuracy, and he stays cool and calm under fire, and I think we're in a good spot. Now, we're 3-1 and one tied with the Packers. We're going to Europe, and we're playing the Oakland Raiders. Then we come back and play the Saints minus Drew Brees. So we could pocket two more wins up here, folks, and really be in our way to the second half of the season. Congratulations to the Bears. You all did a great job. Coaches did a great job. Nobody went crazy. You took care of business. This is the Hampton OB Show with Cause, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. audio technician to come in here and work with the geese, who is the greatest producer going, but there's some glitch <laughs> that we all, I'm, I'm actually starting to enjoy it. It makes, it makes the show even better. All right, Bears a winner. 16-6. to six, They're 3-1. and one. Yahoo! And, guys, I mean, the, the, the Hampton OB, the, the conversation this week is going to be, are they better with Chase Daniel? Not that he, I think you have a higher ceiling if Mitchell Trubisky can get there, but this guy clearly understands the offense. He was with Matt Nagy in Kansas City. He's sitting there. He jumps, he jumps right in, and all of a sudden he's just efficient. I mean, it's impressive. I, I don't Without know. question, Obi. Uh, yeah, here's here's the thing. Yeah, an offense is only as good as the guy running it. Now, if you've got Earl Campbell and you've got some monsters and you just want to run the ball, it doesn't take a lot of sense to figure out. Hey, you know, it's a run of it. But not this offense. This offense is by design. It's a schematic-based offense where everybody has certain jobs to do, and we don't have a dominant feature. It's not like we have a you know an all-pro you know that we we have to worry about getting the ball to. No, it is not a star-studded offense, but you got to maximize the players that you have. And early in the game, Chase Daniels did an amazing job of looking off the secondary of the Vikings and throwing the ball to the open receiver. A lot of times it was Allen Robinson who who basically gave us the, you know a lot of juice and kept the chains moving and at some point you know hopefully Mitchell Trubisky will understand you know you don't have to hit the home run every time but you got to get the ball out on time and be accurate and the you got playmakers Javon Wims made a couple of great plays Looked today. Good. Nobody's. And, and, you know, all I can tell you is this. You know, it suffice to say, as you so aptly put it, you got to play with the hand you're dealt. Well, he's out now. It's Chase Daniel. And nobody but you knew that Tyler Bray is the backup quarterback that would be the catastrophe quarterback that now is going to be a hot topic here in town because they didn't plan for the day, you know, God forbid, that Trubisky goes down. Well, I I just got to tell you, I I couldn't be happier 
for for that, the whole Bear organization. I mean, when 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 you're dealt an offense that is, it's a difficult offense in a passing game, and we say we're kind of a running team. Well, we're really not. We're a team that struggles to convert on third down, which is quite obvious. We're a team that struggles to score touchdowns. No touchdowns the first game. Second game, one touchdown. Third game, three touchdowns. And today, one touchdown. Five touchdowns in, what, 16 quarters of football? Okay, we're really not a juggernaut yet, but we are 3-1. and one. And like I mentioned just before we went to the break, we've got a chance here in the next couple of weeks to be to have five wins. We'd be five and one. And again, looking into the second half, feeling good about ourselves. Hopefully if it's Chase Daniels, he'll get better. Hopefully they'll incorporate an offense that has the ability to go downfield. And uh so I, I tell you what, I'm thrilled. I'm I'm glad what I saw today and uh, the near future looks pretty damn good. To me it does. Going into the game today, there was a lot of negativity with Akeem Hicks not playing, Roquan Smith out for personal reasons, who's going to step in there? Nick Williams, who was a seventh-round pick in 2013 out of Samford, was all over the field today, had seven tackles. You mentioned Nick Kwiatkowski, who right. nobody thought could could run with Roquan, and he can't, but he had ten tackles today. and, and He made two amazingly big plays in the game. Think yeah. about this. You know, we know about you know when he uh, was able to, to make that great play and stop Minnesota on third down because he jumped the uh you know the hot route but on two pass rushes one he strips the ball and puts them in third and 35 and then later he bull rushes the dalvin cook the running back into the quarterback and creates another sack but more than that a lot a defense is only as strong as your weakest link and a lot of people would probably say well you know it's a good defense but oh more they're going to pick on kwiatkowski Kwiatkowski was the player of the game. Yeah, we know Mac was was amazing, made some devastating plays early in the game. They got smart and started doubling him, and he quieted him down a little bit. But as you said, the depth of this defense was truly amazing. And now here's the big picture. You was to say, okay, you got Minnesota coming in here, they're hot, and, you know, it's a game we cannot fool around with, and, and we got to find a way to win. For Chase Daniel to come out, they only get the ball twice in the first half. Think about this. Only get the ball twice, and yet they score on both of those possessions. A touchdown and then a field goal to create a 10-zip halftime lead, which, it, hey, it's hard to come back on – a lot of teams, let alone what I think is the best defense in football. Well, Danny, well, that, that's the answer. You know, it's it's not a mystery. Why are we three and one? Why are we, where we're at? There's it. There's no. I mean, it's our defense. I mean, they just smother whatever somebody does good. We take it away, and constantly get. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, we get more turnovers or turnovers. But I'll tell you what. We got a defense. These kids are aggressive. They do wonderful things. And for Kiyakowski to come in and and really not play a lot, very very little, mostly special teams, to come in and play the kind of game he played today. I'll tell you what. Tip my hat to him. That's a guy that follows what's going on in practice, and he's in shape because you do not come out there, folks, and play like he did today not knowing what the hell you're doing or you're not in shape. 
So there's a big kudos to that kid, number 44. He did a great job. And we're going to get to this a little bit later on, the turning point of the game. But one of them was Amukamara with the strip, which they had to go back and review, where he forced Diggs into uh, you know turning the ball over. Think about that. If Minnesota scores there, I mean, we're in a, in a dogfight. And yet, the offense takes the ball and drives the length of the field for a field goal, changes everything. It was just, it was truly, it was one of those games that you had to have. And we've been looking for the, the team to assert itself, give it, give us an identity. Well, today we got it. It was a, an offense that didn't make a lot of mistakes. It was a defense that created a lot of, of opportunity because it's just hard to move the ball on them. And, and yeah, we gave up a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game. But regardless, the, the defense as a whole, is playing as well as any unit in the game of football. Well, here's 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 a key. Here's what tells you about Chase Daniels. What I just mentioned about Kiyakoski, Kiyakoski. Here's Chase Daniel. Okay, here's a kid that really he doesn't play. Very seldom does he see the field. He threw folks to nine different receivers today. Nine different receivers, and the guy has not been on the field all year and played very, very little, if any at all, last year. But he came in, stepped up to the plate, and again, in a passing game, hit nine different receivers. That's pretty damn good football for playing quarterback, pal. It is, and 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 Here's quit a, telling me Kwiatkowski, will you? Okay, it's Kwiatkowski. Now he's writing Kwiatkowski. I'm calling him Kwiatkowski. This guy's driving my right is driving me I, I, nuts. I, I think we could go Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. I don't yeah. give a damn. Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski played great. Who? That guy. He was all over the field. Forty-four. You know, they know who you're talking about. Ob, we got it. But back to the, oh, the, you're the, getting to be a wise guy too. No, I hey, I'm with you, man. I didn't say a word. Kiakowski. But the <laughs> essence, the, the essence of this offense is hit them where they ain't. Right. Well, throw the ball to the open receiver. That is why. Chase was successful today. He understands the offense, gets the ball out on time, in rhythm, to the open receiver. They made enough happen. We'll come on back here, just a real quick timeout, and we'll get to your calls. 312-981-7200. What we learned about the Bears today, what is the name of the guy who's playing linebacker? The guy that's playing linebacker, Kwiatkowski. 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 Hey, who made the- I like Kwiatkowski. <laughs> who, made the- who-, who made the tackle on the last punt? Of the Vikings. He, it was Kwiatkowski. He went down there and made the tackle. He's still playing his uh, special team. No, it team wasn't. Spot. It was Kwiatkowski. Okay. His, his twi- evil twin. Maybe he should get paid twice. Quick time. I'll get to your calls coming back here. Bears win 16-6. They're 3-1 and one on 720 WGN. for the Eagles. Perfect quarterback rating in the Super Bowl. Second and goal from the 10. 14-yard difference on the play. As they get Cohen into the end zone. Tariq Cohen from Chase Daniels. Boy, the difference by winning that challenge instead of at the 24, they snap it at the 10, and then Daniel strikes on the very next play. Bears got the matchup they wanted on that one. Tariq Cohen had a whole side of the field to work with, and he found his way to the end zone. That was that was good playing calling right there, Dan. It Hampton. was, and it, Chase Daniel knew exactly what he had. He had man on man and hit Cohen in stride, one of his best passes of the day, and allowed uh, Cohen to score. Well, that Wims 
that one pass to him, what was it, 35, 37 yards he, down he, the sideline? Yeah, yeah. Right down the right sideline, he had a Javon yeah, it Wims. Yeah, was hitch and go or a straight fly pattern. Yeah, a and double he, move, he, yeah. And he hit him perfect. He had some great passes to Allen Robinson, too, who, by the way, if he ever played with a stud quarterback, that guy would put up huge numbers. Uh, hey, let's do time for the Muller game-changing moment, sponsored by the Muller Auto Group with family-owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. We've got go two. Go ahead, Dan. Hample, go ahead. Yours. Okay, six minutes left in the uh, second quarter, 631, actually, and the Vikings had overcome a bunch of penalties by the Bears to continue on and drives. First, uh, Aaron Lynch was offside, gave him third and short. They converted that. Then we had a pass interference, first down. Then it was Mack holding, first down. Then Irving had hands to the face, first down. They got it all the way down to the 20. They threw a slant to Diggs, who was trying to make something happen, but Amukamara strips the ball, and I think it was Ha Ha Clinton Dix that picked it up. They blew the play dead, but they went back and looked at it and realized, yes, it was a reception, forced fumble. That stopped the Vikings. They would have, if they would have scored, it would have been seven to three, even if they kick a field goal, but seven to seven, it's a new game. That was the game changing moment. Let's hear how that play was called, actually. Let's just go back and hear that because the announcers were a little bit surprised as to what happened. You set it down, Cousins and company. Complete digs. Did he have it? Ha ha, Clinton Dick scoops it up. Ruling on the field incomplete. Incomplete is the call on the field. He definitely catches that. Got another challenge flag back to New York, and Will Nagy win another After challenge. After the play, it is a catch followed by a fumble with recovery by Chicago. Good job by the coaching staff right there. Okay, I have uh, I have a different take on that. And not that and I'm saying Dan's wrong or what I believe what he does and what he's talking about, but it, to me it's got to be Chase Daniel. That's the game changer. This kid come in and I tell you he never sees the field. He never steps foot on the field basically. He came in was 22 of 30 attempts for 195 yards, one TD, no interceptions. And a 101.4 rating. Okay? You want to talk about the changing, the changing game moment in this, in this particular game? I think it's Chase Daniels and those stats don't lie. He came in out of nowhere and did one hell of a job. And he puts together a 14 play, 75 yard touchdown drive. The only touchdown in the game came on the first drive that he came in, cold off the bench, didn't even get a chance to put his ball cap on. Boom, you're in. He makes it count. That was the most impressive part to me. The dude. Well, just that's why I said that part. was that was the game changing moment. Yeah, with, I like the other one. The guys were driving. There was the, it was there was drama there. My moment is better than your moment. Love, Quit it. Great rivalry. You had one play. Let's uh, let's get some calls so you guys uh, you know can continue to bond. Let's bring Mike. <laughs> let's bring Mike in Rockford on seven twenty WGN. What's up, Mike? Go ahead. Hi guys, how are you? All right, Mike. All right, listen, it's not Kwiatkowski, it's Grabowski. There you go. He's a Grabowski, man. He's my Grabowski. Dick would call him a Grabowski. Uh, anyway, guys, I want to I want to say that the the call the the game was called great um, by on both sides of the ball, and um, I just want to ask you guys how how serious do you think Mitchell Trubisky's injury is? That's the first thing. I know we don't know yet, but it's not on his throwing shoulder. Uh, the second thing is, this is a blessing in disguise. I don't wish any injury to anybody, but I mean, my God, we just saw the, the offense just was clicking. We haven't seen that all year. 
There was a rhythm. There was a rhythm. And this guy doesn't even, like you said, he doesn't see the field. What does that tell you about Trubisky? What does that tell you about how much faith they have in this guy? He's in his third year. Well, Mike, let's it, it, let's go back to the, the original part. Uh, thanks for calling, Mike. Yeah, about about the injury. You know, you 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 hate to see anybody get injured. Period. Out there, and that one looked like it, it was almost to me, Danny. I think that looked like a, a pretty much a tear in his shoulder. And I don't know if you're talking about up by the road or or where. And that can be very, very, very painful. If there is anything that's good about it, it's his left hand, not his throwing arm. And so we'll I will find out either later tonight or tomorrow whether he's gonna be in playing or he's gonna be out a few weeks or he could be out for the year. But the important thing is that Chase Daniel came in and we didn't miss a step. That's so damn important I I can't stress it enough. Which only makes me wonder what in the hell is our offensive coordinator and head coach thinking in the fourth quarter when they call him to keep the ball and get hit by three defenders on a third down play. That Hello? Was, that, Hello? How could you call Wait a that play? I got, <laughs> what are you I, doing? I forgot about that one. Did I give the coaches any praise? Yes, you did. You oh, well, I'm going to take it back. <laughs> that, 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 you know what that comes under? Like, how dumb is dumb? He's the only quarterback you got left. You got Bray. I don't even know if he's on the bench or no. if he's in a bar watching the game or whatever. But he's the backup, backup, backup quarterback. And here on a down like that, you've got running backs you're paying millions and millions of dollars to. And you're going to take a quarterback. He's the only one we got in uniform. And you're going to have him on to keep it going around the end. How, again, dumb is Dumb. It reminded me when Little Dan Just was, think about what I said, folks. I walk into a room and Little Dan's putting his finger in a box fan. I said, what are you doing? Don't mm. do that. Don't run the only quarterback in uniform on a third down keeper. Little, little you think Dan anybody? Wouldn't. You think anybody at press conference will ask Nagy that? Oh, they have to. Oh, my God, folks. That, I forgot about that. That was, that was brutal. Adam Hoke coming up from Soldier Field, by the way, at 8.35. We'll talk to Kaz after 7 o'clock. Let's try to sneak one more call in here. Uh, let's do Jeff in Naperville. What's up, Jeff? Welcome to WGN. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good Bears, Vic. You know, the last time I talked to you, OB, was when Doug Buffon swore that he hit a baseball and smoke came off the baseball. But I thought <laughs> I thought that Ed was going to fall off his chair. That was unbelievable. That is that is um, that the one where Doug and I had the laughing jag? I couldn't stop laughing? Right, and then an hour into the show, into the post-game show, Doug admits that it, was, it wasn't a screaming liner like in the power alley. He said it was a foul ball. Yeah, he said smoke actually came off the bat. That's when I yeah. jumped in. I said, Doug, wait a minute. Just went a little too far with that one. I've got this <laughs> I've got this goof friend that told me he was playing softball at a ballpark next to Midway, and he hit a shot, and it hit an airplane. <laughs> I swear he, he swears that his ball hit an airplane. <laughs> yeah, okay. that was taken you sure off. that wasn't Doug again? <laughs> but here's why I'm here's why I'm calling, guys. I wish somebody would ask Nagy. Now we're four games into the season. Have you, you've noticed if, by now that every time that David Montgomery's handed the ball, he runs up the middle. There's nothing going around the end ever. I, it would cut down on the pounding, wouldn't it? Got you, Jeff. What do you guys think? A little more. Uh... It, it, and it goes back to game plan, the, the, and it, it makes very little sense. We had a quarterback sneak early in the game uh, that we didn't get, 
And it was against the strength of the Minnesota defense. They're inside. You want to run on the edges, the flanks. They didn't do it. I don't know. Maybe they're watching a different film. We got Kaz coming up here at the top of the hour, so let's get a quick timeout here. OB, you got ten second thought? Well no, yeah, I just I don't think Tariq Cohn should be in that back in that backfield. And as a matter of fact, you know, they're handing off to him, running the stronger the weak side. He that is not his spot. I said it before, I'll say it again. He's a white out, he's a flanker back, he should be in motion. He can do more damage there coming out of the backfield in a passing game than he can being run. He's an ace in the backfield, and he's five six. Just exactly where the hell do you think he's going? All right, quick timeout. There was a most of the game when he was in backfield. The average height of our backfield was five six and three fourths inch. <laughs> However, it works. That right? tall, huh? Yeah. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. You got to demand it. Back to the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Cars, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio. Bears win 16 to 6. Hamp OB and Kaz with you till 9 o'clock tonight. We're sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. If you're curious about Mitchell Trubisky, head coach Matt Nagy, giving no real update after the game, left shoulder injury. They'll have to find out more within the next 24 to 48 hours, uh, is what they're saying after the game. And. Uh, wide receiver Anthony Miller, speaking to reporters, likened it to a shoulder issue he dealt with, which was a dislocation. Well, that's what it looked like to me, uh, Hampo. I, I, I don't know what your doctor diagnosis is here, but that's, that's what I would guess. Yeah, it looks like when he you know, when you roll over with your arm out and you roll over and you, and, you know he is being twisted, that 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 socket will come out and it stretches the ligaments. May not, I don't know. I, you got to find out, but uh, it'll be a while. Yeah. Uh, thanks, by the way, to our friends at Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets. Woo! It was spaghetti and meatballs, and Ob and I attacked it like Khalil Mack attacks a backup tackle with a peg leg. I mean, it Ob, was, oh, it was. It wasn't even fair. Was it a feisty Ob today with the Bartolini's? What would you oh. say, Ob? He was, he was huddled <laughs> over how, the plate for look, twenty look, minutes. Look at I kept back. asking him questions, and he wouldn't answer me. He was eating. <laughs> The the rumor on the street, Ob, is that the perhaps the dessert was hidden from you and you were upset. Is that is that true? No, that's just not true. Okay, you sure? Get on with the show before I club you. Bartolini's is located <laughs> 144th at Pulaski in Midlothian. They offer catering and banquets 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call them at 708-396-2333 and do not hide the dessert. Let's bring in Kaz, the Kaz man, joining his own show right now. Kazi, 16-6, Bears win. What did you think of this Chase Daniel character, Glenn Kozlowski? Great to see. And, uh, you know, to me that was the turning point in the game, that uh, he came in and took the offense right down the field. And you actually got to see, Ed, for the first time, what the offense looks like when you throw it to the open receiver and you make your read quickly, you understand the defense, you get rid of the football. So, you know, that was great to see. And, hey, the Bears' defense is uh, unbelievable, and they continue to get better. And a lot of guys banged up right now, but they didn't miss a beat. Khalil Mack, say whatever you want. This guy shows up to play. And so, uh, you know, when you look ahead, you got Oakland or you got, yeah, I guess it's still Oakland. They're not the Vegas Raiders yet in London. But I'm pretty sure number 52 is going to have a lot to you know to, to do with uh, the Raiders. So you, you, the Bears are in great shape right now, and this was a must-win game, and they won it. 
And, you know, one thing I've learned, guys, now, Dan, you and Ed, and, you know, I, I hate only 16 points. I hate only a, a touchdown scored. I'm not happy about, um, you know, the extra the field goals. But when it's all said and done, it's a week-to-week league, and you got to win. And so the Bears are 3-1. and one. They're a half a game behind the Packers because they lost to the Packers. But other than that, you can't set yourself up in, in better shape than they've done. And really, it's it's been defense, like well, we said. I'll tell you what's great, Glenn. You look at the couple of weeks ahead here, two, three weeks ahead here, you know, we've got two teams that we're going to meet that we can definitely beat. I mean, we can beat these teams. And then we're going to start to get into some tough sledding here come late fall. Uh, and winter, and so as, as many wins as we can pile, let, let's take them. So we got a chance of being five and one. That's not bad in the near future. Here, look, yeah, cause and you hit some really good points there. Here's the thing: if you're a good team, you don't beat around the bush all day, and then finally find a way to win. Daniel came out. They put together a 15 play drive, and they scored a touchdown. The defense came out, and what was what was the uh, you know the overarching uh, uh, effect? Well, it was the defensive line. We all know Dalvin Cook was leading the league. Blah blah blah. No longer, Eddie Goldman played his best quarter yep. of football I've seen. And then not only that, Roy Robinson Harris made a couple of early plays, a couple of sacks. Khalil Mack was wrecking their offense. They never got it back. On, on plane. And OB, you said it best. You know, this, I think his name's Kevin Stefanski is the new offensive coordinator. You wouldn't have let him back on the plane, would you? Because, I mean, they were completely out of, out of sync. Well, I'll tell you what, whoever that offensive coordinator is, I'm going to look. We ought to check the news to see if he was even allowed on the plane to go back to Minnesota. My Lord. He didn't get on the bus. Are you kidding me? They didn't give him a lunch, and they just said walk to the airport. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but it it really had to do with the defense. And then, you know, again, another big play is, uh, you know, our little cornerback stripping the ball. I mean, all these things add up, and really, I, I know it looked closer at the end of the game than it really was, but the Bears had this thing wrapped up, and they just they played smart in the second half and, and won the game. The only The only thing I would question is, you know, uh, probably running your quarterback. I, st- you know, that was a little head. That was the only head scratcher I would have with what they did today. When you when you're down to your last quarterback, I don't think you run them when you're just ending the and you know ending the game. And really, they've got to get they've got to work on this because they have to be able to run the ball at some point in the game outside of just at a shotgun and handing it off. Well, I mean, we they, average. They, they, they got to look at that. Yeah, we don't. We want. We uh, we averaged two point two yards a carry, uh, you know, and we had total of seventy two yards. I tell you, when it when it, when we come into some of these tough games, we're going to need that running game big time for several reasons. But I, I can tell you what we just got to do. We've got to open our game up, and we know that. I say week after week, year after year. For some reason, we can't. We don't want to. I really don't know what the hell Nagy's thinking about. But I got to tell you something. Sooner or later, guys, we're going to have to open it up. You can't please keep going on like this. You know, a couple of yards, a cloud of dust. Pray to God there's a penalty play that this happens. And play, make sure that our defense never makes a mistake. They keep the pressure up. That's not how you're going to get to the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Yeah, they got to throw the ball down the field. Absolutely. Although they started to do, they started to do that today. And you know, the, here was the, the best part. And I don't know if you guys talked about it or not, but 
we saw a couple of uh, sideline passes, 30-plus yard passes, and he threw it in bounds to the guy where the guy could catch it. How shocking is that? A quarterback that throws it in, in bounds and gives his wide receiver a shot. And how good would Robinson be with, with a stud quarterback? I mean, how good would this guy be? Well, that's what uh, Carm said earlier. Oh, did he? But, you know, okay. uh, well, now I'm feeling bad. I might, I might have to retract that. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's he, nothing evades him. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, also, let's tip the cap. You know, a month ago, everybody's screaming, kicker, kicker, kicker. This kid, we run him out there, he makes it. It's awesome. And O'Donnell, today, 48.2-yard average. Think about that. I mean, in a game like this, with this offensive mindset where it's, you know, let's let's try to poke something and see if they, you know, if they let us uh, advance the ball, but we're not going to do anything crazy because we got a great deal. you got to have an amazing punting game. And uh, the, the last uh, punt of the game, Kwiatkowski ran down there and made the tackle, too. Kid was everywhere. Yeah. Hey, he was. He, he has to be player of the game. He, he, oh, he, he, he was. That was the most amazing part, too, is here's a guy that's been sitting on the bench other than playing special teams, and you didn't miss a beat on defense. And, you know, the knock on him is he didn't have the speed sideline to sideline, but he, he sure showed a lot of grit and heart today. And what do you have, 10, 11 tackles, I believe, today? 10, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You take our defense and our special teams, that's why we're 3-1. and one. No That question. is exactly why we're 3-1. and one. They're stepped up to the plate and they're making things happen. And we just got to keep it going and we just got to hope here. Again, in the next two games, would I love to see this offense open up? I would just one time, folks. I don't, so I don't have to say it. Game after game, month after month, year after year, throw the damn football down the field. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Going to get to the calls in one second. If you want to jump on with Cos, feel free. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Uh, just one thing to underline on the defensive line that you were mentioning, Kaz. You look at Dalvin Cook's numbers against Oakland, 16 carries, 110 yards. That's 6.9 a carry. Against the Packers, who've been playing some pretty darn good defense, except for their last game against the Eagles, but 20 carries for 154, 7.7 a carry. And then against Atlanta, 21 for 111, 5.3. Coast against the Bears, 14 carries, 35 yards, 2.5 yards a carry. You were even missing Akeem Hicks. That's... Uh, that's further. That is a nice little tip of the cap to the Bears' defensive line. Because uh, go ahead, right? And and they were mean. Those were meaningless yards too. You know, some of them that he got at the end. So really, they just smothered him and shut him down. It was, it was ugly. Minnesota didn't have any clue how to attack the Bears' defense. Before we get to the calls, and here's here's something else that underpins what Cause and Ob, what we've been saying for two years, especially about Trubisky. You got to get with it. You got to throw the ball down the field. Look around the league and see what is happening. Jacksonville with a nobody, no name. Tyler Minshew goes in there and beats them, throwing the ball down the field. Hey, guess what? Nobody gave Cleveland much of a chance. They went in and blew the doors off of Baltimore, the great Baltimore Raven defense. Hey, they're throwing the ball down the field. Let's take a quick time out. We'll get your calls coming back here. I called him on Twitter today, Gunther Minshew, which was a mistake. It's Gardner Minshew. He was a sixth-round pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We played the audio last week where Nagy said he liked the guy. And it's like, hold on a second. You liked him, and he was a sixth-round pick. You had a fourth-round pick. You could have probably traded it and gotten a fifth-round pick. You had a sixth-round pick. 
be nice if they had a little uh, security here. Wouldn't it be great if we could stop on the way to London and get him? Yeah, that'd be, that would be... You're being negative. No, no, no. Hey. And hey, and hey he, this is a kid, too, was part of that, you know, the uh, throw down the field, Texas A&M, uh, Washington State uh, offense, and it seems to convert well into the NFL because that kid in Kansas City is pretty good, too. That was a that was a dicey day for the Chiefs, but they pulled it out. Detroit's impressing. All right, quick timeout. We'll come on back here with Kai, 720 WGN. Man up about hey, it. Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Kaz. And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Hamp OB and Kaz with you till... 9 o'clock tonight. Bears win. Bears win 16-6. The phone number is 312-981-7200. Let's do the Bears secondary. It is time to grade the Bears secondary. How was the coverage today? This was sponsored, or this is sponsored, by PPG Paints. For the best coverage, Chicagoland Painters pick PPGOB. Well, they really didn't have to do anything. The defensive line and the linebackers <laughs> took everybody out. And all that was left were a couple of guys stumbling around from Minnesota, and they were getting picked up by our cornerbacks and safeties and knocking the hell out of them. And you, and you made a great point on the Prince of Mukamara force fumble. That was an awesome play. That was one. And how, how uh, prescient was uh, HaHa Clinton Dix. Hey, grab yep. it, run. And we saw that. It was a big... That was a big change in the Kansas City-Detroit game. That was uh, the play that enabled them to go in and beat the Lions. Hey, if they don't blow the whistle, make something happen. Unfortunately, they caught, they blew the whistle. The officials, they did give us possession, but ha-ha would have been 30, 40 yards down the field, but they did go ahead and call it dead. Kyle Fuller was all over that field, too. I was impressed. Kazi, you want to take a call, my friend? Yeah, let's do it. And I, you know, I agree. I would I, If we're giving them a grade, I would say... Like Ed said, I you know I'm not sure you give them a letter grade, but really when they had to cover, they covered. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's get Ed in Palatine. Ed, I think you're going to make an interesting point here, sir. Go ahead. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that Daniels played the preseason. He was the quarterback. That's why he played great today. Bingo. Now, that's so unfair of you to make that comparison. <laughs> he got to play the preseason, and poor Mitch had to watch, and he wasn't able to get in sync or in rhythm. So that is, that, that's so unfair of you, Ed. Appreciate the call, Ed. I, that's a great right, point. Yeah. Really, it is. And, I mean, it's almost, uh, you, know, uh, you know, if you reduce it down to just, you know, logic, why wouldn't he be in better uh, rhythm? He was throwing to these receivers on a constant basis in the preseason. It matters, people. Everybody wants to laugh about it and go, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does. I tell you, I was I went up there this week to uh, check out practice and talk to some of the guys, and Chase Daniels walking through the locker room, and I'm kind of looking, I'm thinking to myself, he, I mean, he doesn't look no. the least bit impressive, right? He looks like he sells uh, phones at <laughs> yeah, Sprinters. Right. You know, losing his hair, I mean, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't look like a... Uh... Your typical NFL quarterback. He's got a beer belly. He's just. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, you're you're an NFL quarterback. You're like a winning. You're a winning. NFL, it, right. Yeah. You're five. You're five ten. Whatever it is. I, I and he went out there and did. I also saw Taylor Gabriel, who's. I don't know how these guys do it. 
You're going up against Dan Hampton's and Edel Brad. If she's five foot seven, you know nothing. Nothing, and you're out there, you know, playing NFL football. Anyway, John and Fox Lake, welcome to Hampo B and Cos. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, Chase Daniels did what he had to do. He's the backup quarterback. He can. Um, I didn't see anything spectacular. He didn't light it up. He, you know, compared to Mitch, Mitch has the arm that can go downfield. The defense is going to keep us in games, but when we come matched up with a high-powered offense, Chase Daniels is not going to keep up the pace when the defense is going to have a bad game. Unless you expect them to have spectacular games here on out, you got to be a realist about the situation. Mitch, when he went down, my stomach fell. He's our starting quarterback. He's the guy that could take us all the way. Chase Daniels is not going to take us all the way. And if just and if Chase goes down, who do we got? And if anybody thinks they're going to say, "Hey, ring up uh, Cutler." You better go examine your head if those calls start coming in. There it Thanks, is. Guys, the cutty one. First of all, <laughs> the I, cutter report. Yeah. I, I, I got to just make sure that we do this today. I did it on Twitter. I want to do it. It's Daniel. It's not. It's not. It's not Kerry Woods. It's Kerry Wood. It's Chase Daniel. If you're going to rip him like that, which was a fair rip or a fair concern, I suppose. It's, but it's, let's get the name right. But his well, his I, point. I don't, it's not fair, Dan, to suggest that. Oh no, the Bears are in trouble because. And let's call it what it is. That is a that's a separation of the left left shoulder, and you don't come back from that injury right away. I mean, we've all seen it. We've all have done it at some point. I would imagine all of us have, and it you know that hurts. You, you don't you don't bounce back. So this is who you got, and this guy better be spectacular. And he, but I will say the offense runs a lot better when he's on the field right now. You know, and go back to uh, you know a decade or so ago. It's Kyle Orton. Hey, he knows how to get the ball out, get it out on time. He generally finds the appropriate target. But when you you look at this, okay, we got the Raiders, and the Raiders don't laugh at him. The Raiders won today, and. And then we have the Saints with Teddy Bridgewater, who went into Seattle. Pete Carroll has never lost a game in September until Teddy, Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints went in there last week and beat him. And then we've got Phillip Rivers. Then we got to go to Philadelphia. We got Wentz. Then we got Stafford and the Lions. Then we got the Rams, the and the Cowboys, the Packers, Kansas City. Better, I mean, our quarterbacks. <laughs> they need to figure out a way. To elevate. Now, whoever it may be, whenever it may be, they're going to have to play better than they did Dan, today. It, One touchdown ain't going to do it. That uh, All no. right, I, I, I'll take what you say. But the people that better elevate is this coaching staff. Amen. Our offensive coaching staff. Okay? Our offensive coordinator. They're the ones that better elevate. They're the ones that better come up with a game plan when you start playing some of those juggernauts you're talking about. Little chip here, little chip here doing this. Folks, it's not going to work game after game. Sooner or later, we're going to get punched right in the nose. Kazi, good to be with you. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. Yeah, you got it. Now, you know, the only thing that concerns me is anytime you go outside of the country, I don't care who you're playing. And, and Dan is right. The Raiders are much better than people give them credit for. But anytime you leave the country like that, it, it's, you know, it's a coin toss. So. Go Bears, but yeah, it's not it's not a no brainer out there. No doubt. Kazi will talk to you after the Raider game. You got it. Glenn, See ya guys. See ya. Glenn Kozlowski, quick timeout, seven thirty news coming on up, seven twenty WGN. Eight carries, fifteen yards in the first half. Cousins loses the football. Strip sack and a takeaway by Chicago. Who else but Khalil Mack? 
Cousins would love to not see the Bears' defense again. Didn't look good from last year. Didn't look good today. First time since 2012 the Bears have beaten the Vikings three in a row. What is the common denominator? Matt Nagy and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> perhaps that Think guy, about it. Perhaps that Matt character gets a, a, a drop of credit. Let's do who brought it today. It's sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the car to bring through it all. Hampo, who are you going with? Well, it has to be Nick Kwiatkowski. He... Uh, he was a force. And obviously, Roquan was out. He came in. A lot of people were, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, pensive about it. Well, guess what? He responds with player of the game. And at some point, the stats don't tell exactly his impact, but there was a time he ran over the, the running back and, you know, should have knocked the quarterback down. Quarterback goes, you know, stumbling and the rest of the defense gets a sack, but he caused it. But the other one, he forces, you know, a, a strip sack of the quarterback and it results in the Vikings being third and 35. Not only that, he made a great play on a screen where he fought through two blockers and made a play behind the line of scrimmage. And then all kinds of other tackles, and uh, 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 you know, he was all over the place. And like I said, made the last tackle on the last punt. That is, you know, dot in the eye. Matt Nagy was asked about Roquan Smith after the game. The Bears just said he missed it because of personal reasons, and Nagy was asked, and he said it's personal. So we don't really know, or we don't know exactly why he was not playing today and whether or not he'll be playing next week against the Oakland Raiders. 312-981-7200. Rob in a car wants to talk about the Bears' defense. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, how are you guys? We're great, Rob. Look at Glad to talk to you guys, especially Daniel and Big O. Uh, my question for you, both of you, because your defense is stalwarts. In your view, did the touchdown that we gave up today, was that because we were in a prevent defense? Because that's what it appeared to me. Well, it was a combination of a couple of things. Number one, uh, you know, the sense of urgency had, had, had fallen a little bit. But come on, let's be realistic. Go back and look at some of the film. You know, Khalil had to leave the field a time or two. Everybody on the defense was standing around with their hands on their hips. They're not in as good a shape as I would like them. Not as, you know, in the shape that, you know, if they want to shut everybody out, you got to be in great shape. You got, again, you know, an offense scores th- three, uh, three touchdowns in a game, you can win half your games. If a defense, you got to shut everybody out. Well, then you know you got to be perfect. Uh, every, you know, ten, eleven drives of you know stopping the offense. So, uh, hey, look, I don't want to say give them a pass. At, at, at the very least, uh, there's a, a lot of reasons why this defense has just scratched the surface. And now with the depth, think about it. Akeem Hicks, OB. That I think he's your favorite player on the defense. Yes, he is. He uh, he obviously brings an awful lot, but. Roy Robertson Harris played great today. Williams, he was all over the place. There, Eddie Goldman, best game of his career in my mind. He was a force. So uh, the defense, you can't be perfect all the time. You know, like the old, the old saying. Uh, you know, clenched fist holds no sand. You know, sooner or later something's going to slip through. Well, they they got a little, you know, little rat score at the end of the game. Doesn't really matter now. I love Hampo saying. Okay. Rob, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. 312-981-7200. By the way, I'm well aware that everybody is... Did you hear what he said? 
Guys, great to talk to you, especially you, Hamp, and you, OB. I know that nobody's calling up here happy to talk to me. No, I he get said it. Big O. Oh, big o. oh, did he say especially Big O? Oh, okay. Especially Big O. Now, let me just also tell you this. We graded the secondary. Kyle Fuller made all pro last year, and he deserved it. Mooka Myers playing pretty darn close he to is. him right now. He's he's kicked it up a notch. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Who, who's missing uh, Adrian Amos? We're I'm not. not. We're I'm not. sorry. You know, that's the way it is. He wants to sign in Green Bay. Say la vie. Bring on uh, ha ha. Well, let me tell you, Danny, I would love to be a defensive back, uh, either a cornerback <laughs> yeah. or, or either safety on this defense. You've got seven guys up front that are slaughtering everybody, okay? And all you're getting are what's slipping through or limping through it, and that's play after play, game after game. So I, I'm not quite so sure that we've got, you know, oh, they're playing great, they're the world's greatest, I'll tell you what. The people in front, our down linemen and our linebackers, are actually taking care of business up front, and a few dribblings are getting through. That's what. That's the way I see it. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Jim in a car. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Uh, I hate to rain on your parade, guys, but I can't agree with you with uh, your assessment of Daniels. You guys got short memories. Last year when he got in, yeah, he was terrible. You remember that play when it hit him in the face mask in the red zone? The other team recovered. I mean, he, he only got one touchdown today. The team only the offense scored one touchdown. Otherwise, you take away the nine points. It's a 7-0 game. This ain't going to work against the Dallas Cowboys with the best offensive line, best running back, good quarterback receivers. They're going to have to score more points than what they do now. Um, and the Lions... They, they, they could have. They were twenty seconds away from beating Kansas City. But the Bears are going to have to do something with that offense. Hey Jim, Jim, hang on. What was Chase Daniels' record last year when he when he started? It was one and one. One and one. Yeah, he went to Detroit and played really well on Thanksgiving. Then we went to uh, play the Giants. The game got off on the wrong on the wrong foot, and he had a couple of balls batted and picks and. Again, our offensive coaching staff went into, uh, you know, the finite huddle where they never really recovered, and Saquon Bar- Barkley uh, took over the game in the second half. Hey, Jim. But, but you're right, OB. We've got to be better than one touchdown. There's no, uh, Jim, what, what you're also forgetting here, in the first two games, first two games of the year, we scored one touchdown in eight quarters. Okay, now if you put the loss against the Philadelphia Eagles in the home playoff game, right in our own backyard. How many touchdowns we score? One with a couple of minutes to go. So you're talking basically in 12 minutes of meaningful football, we scored two touchdowns. So that's not, that's not Chase Daniel. That's not his fault. Actually, it's really not Mitch Trubisky's fault. You got to take a look at the offensive coordinator and the head coach, who obviously is calling the plays. Okay, you got to look at their game plan from week to week to week. If we don't have this defense, we don't have this defense. We, Jim, we are zero and four. This defense. If we don't have this defense, we're zero and four with our offense. Period. Let me you just agree with that. Okay, well, well, I don't know. I think uh, you and I and Carm could beat the Redskins. But here's the one thing. <laughs> Look, 
We saw Chase. I said they'd be 0-4 well, if they didn't have this defense. Well, we don't score touchdowns, Dan. We don't convert on third down. Let me submit this. You know, Nagy was given the Coach of the Year award last year. But, like I've said many times, he wasn't even the best coach on our team. It was Vic Fangio. Sooner or later, this has got to come back on his lap. Dave Ragone is the quarterback coach. I don't know what they're doing with Trubisky, but obviously his brain is not functioning like Chase Daniel. Knowing where to throw the ball, and like I said, throw it where they ain't. Where they're not. If somebody's open, they can't cover the whole damn the field. Seventy yards long, fifty-three and a third yards wide, or whatever. They they're not. Everybody's not covered. You got to instantaneously see the flow and know where the hot receiver is. Chase Daniel knows. Unfortunately, they are not being able to convey this. You know, whether it's Nagy, whether it's Ragone, whether it's too much, too many cooks in the kitchen, I don't know. And then you got Mark Helfrich, who's the offensive coordinator, and forget about the passing game for one second. We're not we our our running game stinks. I mean, we, we're going that with the ace uh, setback, and then we give it, and then we're trying to find an option uh, run where he can cut it back or this. Uh, we need to come out and did you see uh, late in the second quarter we started running the ball with a little bit of pop and it was a counter play. I hadn't seen the counter all year and it really started wearing down the Minnesota front. But then we got away from it in the second half. So the running game, it, 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 we got to get better. And when the running game gets better, whoever's playing quarterback, it gets a lot easier. Well, we haven't even mentioned, you know, Kyle Long was not in there today. He's got a hip injury. What does that look like going forward? The He's offense... only played half the time the last three years. I mean, right. you can't just say, oh, well, we, you yeah. know, that's it. No, we got to figure out something. Ted Larson, maybe not. 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Let's, uh, let me try Mike on the south side. Welcome to WGN, Mike. Go ahead. First of all, it's a pleasure talking to guys. Uh, it's Chicago's, uh, the Bears go, so does sports, Chicago Sports Radio. But I want to make a couple of comments quickly uh, so you can get to other callers. Number one, you talked about the offensive coordinator from Minnesota. Listen, the head coach, Zimmer, knows the game plan. He should be applying at Burger King tomorrow. Whoever takes these teams takes Minnesota every year. They're going to win the division. As far as the Bears go, this is an elite defense. Uh, let's be honest, this is a very, very good defense. However, the, the offense, the Bears aren't even fun to watch. We're pathetic on offense. Uh, it's not going to take a lot of points to beat the Bears. Some of the caller before me said it best. The Lions looked real good today. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has always had our number. You get the better quarters, they're not going to look, the better quarterbacks are not going to look like Cousins, who was another chase, just, just a deer in headlights out there. I mean, he's been pathetic uh, since he got there. All I'm saying is, is if, the defense will take him as far as they can, but I agree with OB. You got to put some points on the board, and guys down deep, we know we can't do it against the better teams. I'll hang up and see what you say. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. You know, one thing about Mike Zimmer today, I have no idea what he was doing calling timeout when the Bears were about to punt from their own 33 yard line, and then all of a sudden the Bears are like, okay, fine, we'll go for it, and they pick up the first down. Dude, if the Bears would look like they were going to take a, a delay a game penalty. Uh, come on, man. I, what, 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 I, I, I can tell you what happened. Okay. All right. Please do. Mike Zimmer came in to wherever the hotel the Bears are staying. Yeah. Broke in to Nagy's room. <laughs> yeah. And stole his game plan and put it into use for their game plan today. And the, the reason why, nobody scores a touchdown. Nobody scores a point. Throw three-yard outs. 
So that's what I think. He went in and stole Nagy's game plan last night. The most, that's what happened. The, Should be investigated. The most sincere form of flattery is imitation. <laughs> Zero. To, well, they got one at the end. We got uh, Adam Ho coming up from Soldier Field at the top of the hour. Your call is coming on back here. The Bears are three and one. They do have some questions now with Mitchell Trubisky. They'll be five and one in a few weeks. Well, let's let's hope that's the case. Quick timeout, seven twenty WGN. Let him go. Let him play football. It's the Chevy Happen OB Show with Cause, and it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on seven twenty WGN Radio. Thanks again to our friends at Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets. Our guys serving it up today with the spaghetti, the meatballs, the Italian sausage. It was awesome. 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. I just It was a gold standard day. It was a gold standard day. I just had a little taste in the break here. Just ran in. Had a little. Got to fill up for the second half of the show, Ob. That's that's what we're going with. Three one two. Brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> Three one two. <laughs> not, not, both, both I'm, of them. I'm really impressed, Mark. Thank, really, thank you. Just knocked me out. Uh, Twenty two at thirty. Chase Daniel. I think he might have brought tears to the Daniel family eyes today. I mean, here's a guy who's been in the league for eleven years. He's made thirty four million dollars. He's barely played, but he's going to get an opportunity right now, and. One thing that we haven't talked about, he was in Kansas City with Matt Nagy, learning this offense, being around it for years. So from that standpoint, he does have a little bit of an edge as far as being around it longer than Mitch, Mitch Trubisky and, has. And uh, being able to play in the preseason can't hurt, you know? Hey, he, hey let me it's tell. all rhythm. It's all <laughs> rhythm, knowing where to throw the ball. Oh, he, was, he was, uh-oh. Obi's still, I, no. Still, I, no? I, I, I could jump all over what you said. But I am not. I'm going to stay positive. Uh, you feel free. Go. No. 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 But five five total touchdowns scored by the offense in four games. Five touchdowns. Four games. Well, count them. It does have to get better. Let's get uh, Chuck in Lake Villa. Uh, Sixteen on... quarters. <laughs> not very productive. <laughs> Chuck, it. That's good math, Obi. Chuck in Lake Villa. Welcome to seven twenty WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, um, great job, uh, Hampton OB. Uh, Long time listener to you guys. Uh, Thank you. Great show, always. Um, yeah, definitely want to say what uh, Chase was phenomenal. I mean, you know what? He's getting the ball to the guys where they need to get the ball. I mean, he, the accuracy is definitely better than Mitch. And, uh, you know, as, as, they're, as they're catching balls, I only probably saw a couple of really bad balls today. But overall, I mean, it was some nice throws. Gets the rhythm, uh, the uh, the offense in motion, and the rhythm and everything. And um, you know he stands in the pop of the pocket a lot longer, um, looking around, and uh, he's got to hang in there until the uh, till the bitter end. I know he took a few shots, but uh, at least he's got that going on. He's not a deer in headlights, and uh, definitely like uh, Chase's play today. And of course the uh, the defense with a with, with a bunch of people out and uh, and everything. Uh, a lot of guys stuffed up, and really love to see that today. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate hey, Chuck. the call. Oh, uh, uh, Chuck, yeah. is he from, uh, where'd you say he was from? Lake Villa. Lake Villa? Yeah, I'm yeah. up in Lake Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, listen, yeah. I have some very good friends out there. The Nielsen family. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Nielsen Enterprises. Yeah. Right, they have the yep. boat, snowmobile. I mean, they've got it all. Jeff Nielsen, do, his dad. Yeah. They're wonderful people. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yep. Say hi for us, Chuck. Appreciate you. Obi, yeah, yeah, you, you are just a beauty. Always He's gotta, a legend. I mean, so many friends, so many places. But he can't go back to Palatine. 
<laughs> yeah, that's your, yeah. That was the opener. <laughs> yeah, that, I've given up on my predicting blowouts and wins, and I'm not doing maybe, who, that anymore. Maybe Zimmer can stop and get a snowmobile for the yeah, off season. Who'd you have? Who'd you have today, Obi? I didn't. I didn't. no. I don't. I don't really. I don't pick anybody. I just sometimes I get this feeling when it's really going to be a blowout, and every time I do it, the other team wins. Hample, do you have a prediction for the game today? The Bears. You had them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, this because game? of Kirk yeah. Cousin. Oh, the Bears, absolutely. Next week, the Bears. And and after that game, the Bears again. You kidding me? I, I don't know I'm who. I'm telling you, they're going to be 5-1. and one. I don't know who the Viking quarterback is, but if we would have not Cousins out, they would have had a better chance of winning. They would They would have. He, the guy, he takes scared-to-death pills. He, you know, he, from the opening go... You know, and then he got clobbered a little bit, and they really went into a shell. But the guy, it's, 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 you know, I hate, I, all I know is Detroit looks like they have really improved. So I'm not worried about Minnesota. Yeah, well, let's uh, get a check in news coming up at the top of the hour. The Lions did look excellent today. And good job, I guess, by Kansas City to somehow get out of there. Patrick Mahomes did not throw a touchdown pass, which was uh, broke a streak for him, but they did survive. Yeah, but he threw for 300-some-odd yards. It was great again. I mean, came through with a huge fourth down late in the fourth quarter, kept the drive alive but using his Well, using that, his you know what? That, that, tells you, that tells you about Kansas City. They have other ways to win. It's not a one-man show. They they do have a ton of weapons up there or over there. Hey, uh, news at the top, and then Adam Hogue from Soldier Field right at 8 o'clock uh, after the 8 o'clock news. That's all straight ahead. And so- we texted him that we want to know why the quarterback's running when he's the only quarterback we got. <laughs> we'll see what Hogue has that, to say. Before we jump off, that play was after I almost came out of <laughs> I almost jumped out the window. They got him. That's the only play they could come up. The only quarterback that's in uniform. And you do what with him? And three Vikings hit him. <laughs> How many times I you can't make this stuff up? How dumb is dumb? 16 6, Bears over the Vikings, 720 WGN. I wish I would have grown up in this era where you, you know, fail miserably and everybody gives you a fist pump. Best Bears coverage. The Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Cause right now. Sponsored by Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers. At ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Fist pump win. Oh, merry-go-round music. That is merry-go-round music, OB. First wheel music. Yeah. <laughs> we do get fist bumps, win or lose, right here on 720 WGN Hampo. It's, it's available for you. Uh, it's Hamp, OB, and Cause, sponsored by your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. It's bringing Adam Hogue out at Soldier Field, uh, who was, of course, covering the game today. Adam, let's start with the quarterback. What, what do you know about Mitchell Trubisky? Hello, boys. Yeah, um, I know that uh, Matt Nagy doesn't know a whole lot right now. That's at least what he told us. I get the vibe, though, and I was trying to you know, read Matt Nagy's body language a little bit, and uh, at one point he mentioned, I'm anxious to find out more information for next week, too. Like, he's already talking about next week. So that little snippet from Matt Nagy gave, and he also did say he doesn't think it's a season-ending injury. So between those two comments, I do get an early vibe that this is more of a week-to-week type deal rather than a uh, you know some kind of major month-to-month setback here for uh, a, a, a extended deal here for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, fortunately, it's his non-throwing shoulder. We do know that. 
whether he dislocated, tore his labrum or something like that, and I'm just throwing out some possibilities. Um, those are types of things you can play through. If it was your throwing shoulder, he'd probably be out for the year. So at least from that standpoint for him, that was that was fortunate. Does Chase Daniel know this offense better than Mitch Trubisky? I think he sees it better than Mitch Trubisky. Um you know, I, I I think he gets a lot of credit for coming in and an odd what was essentially a start without knowing you're starting the game, right? Right. Um, be, yeah, because you know it was six plays into the game, it was the first drive, and and he played the whole game. And I thought he did overall a pretty good job. I mean, there's no question he's he's not he doesn't have quite all the physical gifts that Mitch Trubisky has, which is why he hasn't been a starter you know ten years into his career. But um, you know. From the start, I'm sure you guys were getting the same vibe too. It just is that there was a different level of comfort in the way he was seeing the field, looking at things both pre and post snap. He seemed very in control, and you know, other than a, a couple throws here and there, I thought he was more accurate too. So um, it's not all about having the biggest arm and the most athleticism, but he can move his feet too. It's just, I thought for, for one start, it was pretty good. Now let's, that being said, the Bears still did only score one touchdown today, which is not going <laughs> to cut it the rest of the season. So it's not, I don't know that we quite have a full blown quarterback controversy. I do know whether it's Chase Daniel or Mitchell Trubisky, if this team's serious about winning the Super Bowl. They still need to get more production offensively and get bigger plays going from the quarterback spot. Hey, Adam, I have a question for you. <laughs> In the fourth quarter, okay, obviously we're down to one one quarterback. That's Chase Daniel, right? I mean, yes. we're right on there, right? It's the fourth quarter. Third down and two, and they're going for it on the fourth down. And Nagy sends in the play to Daniels, and it's basically a sprint out, a run for Daniels to try to swoop around the end. He's the only quarterback we have left on the team that is suited up. There is no other quarterback. Tariq Cohen, I believe, would be the backup quarterback, our 5'6 giant. I tell you what, did anybody ask Nagy, why he called that play, why he put Daniels in harm's way, for what reason he's the only quarterback we have. And they call basically a sprint out for him to try to get it on fourth down of all times to try to do it. Did anybody ask him that question? Uh, that did not come up in the postgame press conference. Oh, my no, God. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he did that. Uh, it was the end of the game. I think they were just trying to milk the clock out there. Uh, but I do get your point. I mean, I was worried as Charles Leno Jr. seemed to be having some issues with Everson Griffin there in the middle of the game on two out of three snaps in one stretch. Uh, you know, you but could, Adam, you could the, not... Adam, the point is, you you've got Williams. You're paying a third round draft pick. You got we've got people paying a million dollars in a backfield that are paid to run the football. We've got an offensive line that is paid to pass block, but also to run block. We've got wideouts and tight ends that can block. And of all people you're going to give the ball to is our quarterback, who's the only one we have. If he would have went out on that, what would we have done? And what would we be saying now if Daniels went out with an injury? 
I just I, I'm absolutely stupefied <clears throat> by why why he called that play, and I just, it, it it boggles my mind. Well, hey, now now we know that uh, obviously Trubisky is out. Now you've got the backup quarterback in, and okay, the the passing game, as you said, it, it did function, and he uh, was able to make reads, get the ball out on time with a good deal of accuracy. But the running game, you know, mm-hmm. really, this is this is perplexing. We have to be better at running the ball, no matter who's the quarterback. You know, when your feature back, uh, you know, is averaging just barely over two yards a carry. It's a third and two on fourth down. What the hell is this guy doing? Daniel's getting the ball under center or from a shotgun and running and trying to make the play. I mean, what? The running game is so so pitiful that we, you know, let's let's see if the quarterback can get us the first down. I'm just saying, has has anyone pressed the coaching staff about? Hey, you know, it's been four games now. the The offense has not been able to function in a lot of areas, but at the very least, we don't have a running game. We can like hold, you know, put a hat on and say, okay, we want to be able to to be a physical running attack and it's just a bunch of like uh, little uh, you know handoffs and the uh the the running back kind of tries to squirm up into the middle and Montgomery has shown flashes but it's it's the, the running game looks like something they put together at halftime it's it it has no creativity or anything well here the bottom line is this Okay, they're going for it on fourth down. It's in the fourth quarter. They got two yards to go to get it. And you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me in the, what is this, the uh, fourth game? Yes. The fourth game, that's the only play that they have designed to get a first down on a fourth. And there are situations, and and you will go through these in practice. At least I think you will. And the call is for Daniels to get the two yards. I'm basically an in sweep. Guys, come on. You pay these people, the running backs a fortune. You mean to tell me you don't have a play designated on fourth down, a running play, to get that fourth down and get a first down? You got to use a quarterback. And by the way, the last damn quarterback we got suited up on this team, I'm, I'm furious with this. And nobody bothers to ask Nagy that question. Hey, Adam, uh, outside of that one, what do they say about Roquan after the game? Yeah, so this is a, a very weird thing. I mean, I was, this is two weeks in a row now that um, that they've lost a player in pregame, uh, surprisingly right before the game. Last week it was Bobby Massey. At least there was an, a reason given there that he was battling some vertigo and obviously is a offensive lineman, if you've got balance issues, you shouldn't be playing. Uh, this was this was different. Roquan Smith and Nagy's answer was interesting in that it was just, I'm going to leave it at that. It's personal reasons. He would not expound at all. So something's going on there, whether, you know, it's something, um, you know, I'm not even going to speculate. Um, what I do know is that I talked to Nick Kwiatkowski. He did a heck of a job filling in for Roquan Smith today. Yes, he and did. He, said, he said he did not know anything about it until – um, basically when we found out about it before the game. So there was not much warning. So, you know, if someone's going to be, you know, be speculating or wondering, like, did he get in trouble? Did something happen? Um, 
that's something they probably would have known about earlier in the day. And so it, it could just be something like he got some bad news and, and who knows. But he was down there on the sideline. Uh, we'll I think we're going to have to let this one play out for a couple of days before we know exactly what happened. All I know is, man, we knew they might not have Akeem Hicks. To not have Roquan Smith, I was thinking, uh-oh. I mean, against the number two rushing, defense, or rushing offense in the league, that that was going to be tough. And whether it was the guys on the defensive line, Nick Williams, Roy Robertson-Harris, or it was a combination of Nick Witkowski and Kevin Pierre-Lewis filling in for Roquan Smith, those guys did a heck of a job on the defensive side of the football. And I was just thoroughly, thoroughly impressed that they played that well with those two. Those are two big injuries, two key pieces missing, and they played great. Anything uh, stand out in the locker room, Adam, either on the offense or defensive side, as far as guys, you know, propping up how they play defensively without those guys or offensively? People talking about Chase. Yeah, uh, well, Chase said it was the best defensive performance he's ever seen, considering the circumstances, and he's been in the league now for ten years. On the other side, uh, actually, this is Chase's eleventh year in the league. And Matt Nagy came out saying, too, that this is definitely up there, top three or four that he's ever seen in his time of coaching. I think there was just, uh, um, you know, when you look at that defensive line, guys, they got backups that could be starting for most teams in the NFL. So it speaks to the depth that they've built, that Ryan Pace has built there on that side of the ball. And I also want to bring up Jay Rogers, too, the defensive line coach, who I think is starting to establish himself as one of the best defensive line coaches in the entire league. And when Vic Fangio left, the Bears did everything they could to keep him around. Jay Rogers is the one defensive coach um, that's still around in the same exact uh, position. And and I think that was an underrated move of the offseason to keep him around because he has developed guys like Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks. He's had a big part in Bilal Nichols' success last year as a rookie. Roy Robertson-Harris, who came in at a completely different position that has now turned into a stud on that defensive line. He's an underrated part of this organization, and I think he deserves a shout-out on a day like this. Adam, travel safe to London. I'm talking upper management about joining you, but I don't think it's going to happen, so... That would be London, Iowa for you, Mark. <laughs> by, hold it. By canoe. Yeah, exactly. By, yeah. by, by hitchhike. Dude, that, it's, uh, we're looking forward to talking to you from across the pond, Adam Hoke. So, and take down the yeah, Raiders. It'll be fun against the Raiders who put up a ton of points today. But uh, the key question will be, do, will the Bears have their starting quarterback or will it be Chase Daniel again? Quite frankly, uh, against the Raiders, it shouldn't make that big of a difference. Again, this is a game the Bears should win. They could be 4-1 and one guys going into the bye week, which I know as uh, everyone was upset with that week one loss to the Packers, but I think most people would have taken 4-1 and one going into the bye week. Adam, have a good flight over. Stay safe. All right, thanks, guys. Talk a- to you next week. Adam Hogue, read them at WGNRadio.com. Ten Bears things, everything you need to know about your Chicago Bears. And a reminder that this week on Chicago's Best, For some, getting rid of grains is a choice. For others, it's a lifestyle. Chicago's Best is going gluten-free. That's Sunday night, tonight at 10 on WGN-TV. We may get a snippet of Chase Daniel coming on back here. Hampo will be in cause till 9 on 720 WGN. Man up about it! Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampo B Show with Cause, And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears win 16-6. If you're just joining us, by the way, Happy New Year to our 
Jewish listeners out there, a little Rosh Hashanah action. You betcha. Some of us, perhaps, not following the religion particularly well, working right now. Great to be with you guys. Oh, well. You got to do what you got to do You got to do what you got to do. That's exactly right. Hey, let's do the defensive player of the game. It's sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers. It's Chevy Drives. Chicago.com. We sticking with Kwiatkowski? Absolutely. And I, I, how can you not, you know, bring up Khalil Mack's name every week? Um, but Nick Kwiatkowski, uh, last minute starter, he responds with easily his best game. Um, the one thing uh, that I liked about it was, and I keep saying this, it, the last punt, he was the one covering the punt and made the tackle. Yep. And, it, it, you know, you got to love the kid's spirit. Nine tackles, a sack, a strip, uh, a forced fumble, and caused another sack. Had a bunch of other great plays. You know, that, that, that speaks volumes, Danny, what you're talking about. You know, you got him stepping up, guy who really doesn't play mostly special teams. He got called in right from the get-go, gets the job done. Chase Daniel, right from the get-go, he comes in, he got the job done. Pretty damn good. My guy, uh, just back to the quarterback for a second, Earl Bennett, who was a wide receiver with the Bears and you know played with Cuddy and whatnot, he, he's tweeting out after the game, uh, Chase Daniel fits the system better than Mitch. He's a rhythm passer with good vision and understands coverage as well. I've seen this situation before as a player. He's not as talented, but a better fit, no doubt about it. Is that a, a veil shot at Cutler or something? <laughs> I don't know. But hey, that's what we've been saying. And remember, last year in Detroit, a very similar workmanlike effort where we went over and we beat the uh, Lions on on Thanksgiving. But the next week, after the Giants had a week to game plan, and they basically realized, hey, this kid's going to have a hard time throwing the ball in that little middle of the field area. They batted a couple of them out of the air and intercepted them. So there's a reason why Chase Daniel is and has been a backup. But to our credit, today he was up to the task and he put together three really nice drives to come away with enough points to uh, to beat you know a Viking team that can't find its way back to St. Paul. Well, well, I'll tell you what, fire with Mitch Trubisky, guys, you know, and, and, and we've been watching this now uh, for, what, three years? And uh, this system, that system, I don't care whose system. All right, there's one thing that you got to have. And I think Peyton Manning put it best. You either do or you don't. I'm talking about accuracy. You either have it or you don't. You know, there isn't a coach on planet Earth that can coach accuracy. That's impossible. And so we'll see what's going to happen here and where this development with Mitch after he comes back, how long is he going to be out, We'll watch the development of Chase Daniels. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting, folks. It really is. Insurance companies use lizards. They use ostriches, OB. They use these to make us laugh. What happened? Yeah. Chase Daniels yeah. is going to give. Now, th- he sees this. This is an opportunity. Speaking Most of insurance policy, that's what he was today. These yeah. things don't come around that often. And I'll tell you, he came in. From out of nowhere, really doing nothing except playing some of the exhibition games. But I guess what? He came in, took the bull by the horns, and got us a 16-6 to victory. I'm telling you, he's coming in here, and he, I, I mean, do I really, really, really know? But I really would truly bet on it that he knows that this could be his chance to step in and take it over. 
just like John Unitas did when back in the old days with the Baltimore Colts. Shaw was the darling of the quarterbacks. He got hurt. Unitas came in, and that was the beginning of the end. Are we going Daniel as Unitas? This could be huh? amazing, OB. No, no, I'm just telling you a story. Right, just taking that, an opportunity. That this, that this can happen. Yeah. It can happen then. It can happen now. It can happen five years from now. Well, all I'm saying is, my point is that Chase knows. He knows right now. This is shot. This is the 11th year. This could be a legitimate shot for him. And the only chance he's ever going to get to do this. And he came that's, right in. That's my point. Yeah. Hey, what happened to having an honest, smart human being guide you? You got to check out JeffVook.com. Vook! Jeff Vook, he loved what Chase Daniel did today. Decades of experience nationwide is on your side. News in two minutes. We'll hear from that Chase Daniel character. Who's going to be getting yeah, a lot of talk? You know, it's going to be interesting to see how, how he performs. Yeah. Uh, all of Chicago will be looking, waiting to see. There, there's no doubt. We know what the other guy can do. Let's see what Chase can do. We're going to get, I, I think you we're going to get that, that chance. big man. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it, they either get the running game going or we're going to have to open another can of quarterback. <laughs> think about it. Either the running game goes or we go down. I think he's going to take the opportunity and hopefully make something happen. At least I hope the heck he does. Quick timeout, 720 WGN. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. you got to demand it. Back to the Chevy Hampton OB Show with cars. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Right now on WGN Radio. Got 20 minutes left here to celebrate a Bears victory. Hamp and OB with Kaz up until 9 o'clock on 720 WGN. 16-6 final at Soldier Field. The Bears are 3-1. and one. As we're sifting through the ashes of this deal, I mean, hey, a win's a win, and your quarterback goes down, and the backup comes in and finds enough you know, to, to generate some points. You win the game, yay. But a lot of things have to get better. And we're, you know, okay, we got the Raiders. Raiders, uh, they beat Indianapolis today. I don't think they're scared, you know, the Bears' offense, and probably our defense bothers them a little bit, but it'll be very interesting. You know, we'll see what happens. It's a noon Chicago kickoff uh, in London next week. So the hand, Hamp, First one of the year. Hamp, right, first one of the year. Hampel, B, and Cos will be on at your standard normal time in a normal season, 3 o'clock next Sunday afternoon. 312-981-7200. Got some room for some callers here before we get on out. John, in Jefferson Park, you want to talk about Mitch Trubisky? Go ahead, John. Yeah, basically the whole thing. First of all, it's good to be on with you guys. Ed, I was listening to you and Doug with my dad. I'm 36 now for God knows how long. So I appreciate all the truths that you've told and that you guys continue to tell. So Thank you. happy to be on. But, um, you know, the thing that's troubling is we all – sat down to this knowing that the defense was still always pretty confident, even with Hicks being out, that Goldman was going to run in and, and take control and others, and they did it. But you really wanted to see Mitch take another step up and do something. And he goes out first series of the game, and you kind of come down with that whole thing, and what are we going to do now? And Daniel rolls up, and he does great. And you can just envision the scenario, though, where he continues, maybe gets us through another win, and then we have no idea what the injury was. Mitch is going to show us and if he's back or not, but let's say he comes back versus the Saints, and maybe we're three pages back from where we were when we were today when the game started. And the fear is, you know, this is the organization's guy, and they just won't see it. You know, they, 
they'll just stick with him. And who knows? You know, you only get this chance once. And you talk about championships all the time, and that's what we're trying to go for. And what's going to happen? We got, we that's got the you. Call. Yeah, we got you, John. Look, uh, we were talking about this during the break. Is to this is going to be Chase Daniel until Mitch Trubisky is healthy, right? Okay, but hey, big picture. Let's just pull back. This is Trubisky's third year. Obviously, the shoulder is going to affect his abilities to play and and show us what he can or could become this year. It's a setback, however you want to cut it. But here's the bottom line. If he doesn't show a big jump and the simple things of recognition and being able to get the ball out in rhythm and his accuracy does not improve, then guess what? A lot of a lot of quarterbacks going into the fourth year, the teams are jumping on that and locking them up for another three or yep. four years, and it's mega money. And and let's be realistic. Ryan Pace is married to this kid. He moved up. He gave away everything, and we all know who he 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 he, he ignored to go after Trubisky. So either. Trubisky has to like put up or shut up this season. Otherwise, then you go into next year, <clears throat> and 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 you can't think about oh well we better get a a lot better backup or you know a Nick Foles or somebody because then everybody's going to go oh well you're undermining uh, Trubisky's development. He's going to be looking over his shoulder. This is not a spot that Ryan Pace is going to be comfortable in. And especially now that he's nicked up with the shoulder, two weeks, five weeks, who knows? I'm just saying, you know, this. That's the, the subplot to this whole season was Trubisky has got to improve. He hasn't. He's backed up, and now he's hurt. What's going to happen? Then that's a good point you're bringing up about Pace, you know, and what he did to get this kid in here. Uh, here's, here's how I see this thing. If, okay, We've got Chase came in and 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 handled the situation as good as I think any backup in the league could have handled it. You agree with that, Mark? Dan, I I mean I as good as anybody. I don't know how much better you could have done. You know, you're not going to throw for 300, 450 yards or whatever have you. That's not going to happen. We don't really have a running game. But he came in and he managed it, and somehow we got 16 points, and our defense really stepped up. Here's the deal. What I think could happen here, if we come through and Chase Chase Daniel improves against Oakland, improves the next two or three games, four games, whatever, however long Trubisky's going to be out. And when I'm talking about improving, where Mitch has not improved in basically three years. His huge problem, we know, is, is accuracy. But if Chase Daniels does that, do you pull the rug out from Chase and say, here, Trubisky, it's your job again? Is that Could that be a possible scenario? I'm saying if Chase Daniel steps up his game with his accuracy and being cool and converting on third down and making things happen. You're saying if he has three touchdown games the next two or three games right. and Mitch gets back, and, and, and Mitch Trubisky, will start because they cannot allow this to continue on. The long-term goal is to find out 
if Trubisky is a quarterback that can take how, you. How to do you the think the team line. would take that big man? I think the team would revolt. You know, the, back when Grossman was was continually given the starting job when Kyle Orton was was facilitating the offense and keeping the team on a better plane and winning games. You know, it, it affects everybody. Everybody starts saying, hey, it doesn't matter how we do, because obviously, you know, the the teacher's pet is going to be given the, the gold platter. Here's the thing. Can Chase Daniel, can he elevate it from game to game, however long it's going to be? Can we keep winning? And if he does, I kind of, with, with you, Dan, I, 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 if, if they did, if, if he brings, let's say what I said happens. All right, and Chase... Elevates his game, his accuracy, everything, you know, taking, converting on third down, doing it all, okay? And if it's three, four weeks down the road and they bring in Trubisky, I got an idea. I'm kind of agree with what, what you got to say because I'll tell you what, that would be, uh, that's going to be quite a problem if that scenario plays out. Well, you're, you're making- If that scenario plays out, it'd be awfully tough to take Chase out and put Trubisky in. But then again, there's Pace, who gave up an entire draft to get this kid where he is. So it's going to be interesting as heck to see what happens if Chase McDaniel improves from week to week and does what I said, converts, marches, and puts up points on a board. It's going to be interesting Interesting as heck. To see I hope that happens, on. and I, it's going to be a you know a, a drama that we all will be breathlessly watching. But a lot's got to happen. The running game's got to get better. Chase obviously is you know capable, but again, that's the, my point. Dan. in December, Trubisky. Otherwise, you go into next year. What are you? What are you going to do? You're going to let him. You know, you're going to keep him on his fourth year, and and you know, let him play it out. And say he plays great, he becomes another. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, Mahomes type player. Okay, well then, you, you got to sign him with with the, uh, the big money. It, it it's going to. It's this this injury is the worst thing that could have happened to. Ryan Pace and his long-term goals of the Chicago Bears. Okay, and this is all predicated on if Chase Daniels elevates it from week to week to week. I'll tell you what, and who's to say he can, who's to say he can't, I don't know, but he, he, he brought home a victory today. And if this happens, folks, believe me, this could get very, very dicey a few weeks down the road. It really could. Well, just rewinding back, Adam made a point of saying that Matt Nagy did not rule out that Mitchell Trubisky could be available as early as this week. So we don't know. We'll find out in the next 24 to right. 48 well, hours. We're, yeah. we're, we're speculating. Yeah, That's co- all we're doing. Of course. And I think what we said off the air a little bit ago makes the most sense. That no, really, no matter what Daniel does, you're going to go back to Trubisky. But then if Trubisky comes back and he's struggling... And you were, and the offense was moving. Then you're going to have a decision if to make. Chase Daniels doesn't bring this team along, and he improves in this. Because I agree with Dan 100. percent Played this game long enough to know out something like that happens, and you put that kid back in there when this kid is really improved and you're winning and doing the things that I said. You're going to have an in-house problem. Believe me, you will. That's why Nick Foles was sent to Jacksonville. Carson Wentz was the future, and they couldn't have that dilemma happen again. 
And this also, to me, would be similar at least a little bit to when Cutler and you had Josh McCown who comes in there and he was playing lights out. It's sort of similar to Chase Daniel. In fact, he's a journeyman quarterback. And that receiver room, I know you're a huge Cuddy guy, Hampo, but like that receiver room, they liked McCown. That, that they, they, he, he won that room over. But the Bears went back to Cuddy because the talent was there was such a you know and they paid him a fortune right I mean it, it all that comes was, down to the basics which is well another. they gave up a fortune to get Cutler and then when he got here they gave him another fortune on his contract rewrote it but you made that's an interesting point by the way they were paying Cuddy huge money they have not paid Trubisky yet and there's no way right now you're going to pay that guy no and there's no chance but here's the thing if he doesn't play well. What's to keep Ryan Pace from paying him? Well, Just to give him another two years or three years so Ryan Pace could say, see, I told you so. Right, but I mean, this is all, it's all, it's but, all murky now, especially with this injury. But that, why did he get hurt? Why did he get hurt on that play? Do you remember? He did not see the right read, and he pulled the ball down, and he was running to his left. And the ball got stripped out, and he was diving for it. it, it it's the same old thing. He didn't take care of the, the the basics, which is hit hit your mark, see your reads, go through the, your progression, get the ball out. He didn't. He wanted to make a play and pull the ball down and try to run. It's early in the game, you know. He's trying to make something happen. Boom, he, he something has, happened. That's that's one of his biggest problems. Obviously, his accuracy. But the other thing, with Dan Hampton just pointed out, he has a difficult time looking for the second and third guy out there. He really does. Yep. I mean, that's a fact. Nope. There's no there, doubt. He doesn't look. He pulls the ball down and then tries to use his athleticism, which gets him into the hospital. Let's get a quick timeout in here. 312 981 7200. If you want to jump in real quick, we're off at 9, 720 WGN. Man up about hey, it. Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Cars. And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio. Thanks again to our friends at Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, family-owned and operated the best Italian cuisine in Chicagoland. You can try their new raspberry habanero barbecue sauce. It's sweet with a hint of heat, Hampo Bear. We haven't had that yet, but, boy, everything else they drag out is off the charts. Just bring it on. Sweet with a hint of heat. Real fast, less in Oak Park. Go ahead, man. Thanks for calling 720 WGN. Enjoy the show, as always. I, I want to see if you guys are on the David Montgomery bandwagon. I'm certainly not. They they said, you know, in college he led the nation in broken tackles. I don't see him breaking tackles. What do we see today? Two and a half yards a carry. And last week it took him five or six carries to make five yards within the Red zone. They drafted him because he's a better receiver than Jordan Howard. How many catches has he made this season? Two or three? I'd like to see if you guys are on the Jordan uh, on the David Montgomery bandwagon, or if you'd rather had. I would. I wish they had kept Jordan Howard. All right, got yeah. got you, Les. Let me jump in real quick. There, I agree with you, one hundred and ten percent. That's my statement. I'm done there. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Jordan That's Howard. It. I mean, he looked <laughs> terrific the other night. He and hey. And no, Sean, you can always go back. But look, look. Here's here's the thing: the the design of the running game right now is is a mess. It's a mess. Very seldom do they ever put a hat on hat and create 
a seam where a back can get through. It's almost like, you know, that the, they used to have, you know, what they call the stretch plays, right? And so if a defensive lineman kind of like jumps inside a block and doesn't do his keys correctly, it'll open a gap. We're not stretching anybody. It's almost like it's we're just trying to run up inside, and it's just a big ball of humanity. We've got to do something schematically to create some opportunities. And it only compounds the, the, the problems when you put Tariq Cohen in. He's 5'6", 175 pounds. He's not going to break many tackles inside. His worth, his value is on speed uh, sweeps and things like that. It's everything we're trying to do on offense right now is convoluted. And you can go back, but I I made this statement two weeks ago. I don't know if it will kind of bear out against the Raiders, but it's almost like Trubisky's inability to make the right decisions – a number of times has impinged the offense down to where now we're not doing hardly anything we have confidence in. It's just like throwing thoughts and, and concepts and, and schemes and, and plays against the wall, see what sticks. Nothing's working. Not in the running game. Only on, on a, a, a few occasions, you know, stretching the field with a passing game has come off and done some decent things. For the record, I'm not down on David Montgomery, but the Jordan Howard thing, why he couldn't be a part of this backfield, you had to give up, a, give, you're getting a six-round pickback for the guy, 15 carries, 87 yards the other night. He caught three balls, too. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't get The touchdown what. pass, I mean, it looked like, uh, you know, <laughs> a vintage, uh, you know, anybody you want to call it, you know, uh, just, just a amazing play. Uh, yeah, It wasn't like it was some guy that was bad in the locker room. I didn't know why they had to get rid of him. Guys, we got to say goodbye. OB, prediction uh, with the Raiders. I know you like the Bears to win. Uh, uh, yeah, I like the Bears to win the next couple of weeks. I really do. Yep, yep. Hampo? We're going to win the next two weeks. All right. Well, we will see We will see you guys at 3 o'clock next Sunday. We can win the bye week. Come on. We can take the bye week down. We're, we're, we're definitely not going to lose. And then, uh, right, I, I missed that one. Lots, it's going to be very interesting the next couple of weeks. Certainly want to thank all the, all the listeners and all you people that called. Yep. Thank you so very much. I can t- tell you how much the big man and I, we appreciate it and how much we enjoy doing this show. So hopefully you'll tune in at uh, 3 o'clock, baby. At 3 o'clock next Sunday, which will be our first time we're back on basically that regular schedule. So look forward to talking. Go Bears! Yep. Go Bears taking on the Raiders. Thanks to Rick Ezer, our executive producer. Rick Kogan coming on up here on 720 WGN.